Well, hello, friends, and welcome to Chapel Chimes. This is Pastor Dallas Payton, Jr. I'm the pastor here at Pipes, in Pipeston, West Virginia, Cook's Chapel Baptist Church. And I just want to chime in here a little bit. Here this evening, as we are just a few days away, I'm making these uh, podcasts. I'm making this podcast tonight at our church. I'm out in the vestibule of our church and here in the southern hills of West Virginia, and we're a few days away from election. It's going to, of course, we have a local election here uh, in our state and then in our counties. And then also, of course, the national election. As an, and as I'm making this uh, podcast, the winds are blowing outside. The wind is kicking up. I think there's a, a cold front coming in our, our area. And so it's very windy. And as I'm sitting here, I'm thinking about the fact that it's going to, you know, the winds of change are blowing. And we don't know how this election is going to go. I just want to get on here and, and just chime in on what could take place, what might take place, and then what we as Christians, what are we going to do? And this is one of those podcasts that we'll go back after the election maybe and listen to and say, wow, you know, now that now that this has happened, this is what we need to do. And whatever your political persuasion, and I don't, you know, as I've said beginning this podcast, that we were not really going to try to do uh, anything that I would necessarily share from the pulpit. There's things that I just don't preach on or talk about from the pulpit, but I did want to address these here in the podcast. And one of those is politics. I do not talk about politics from the pulpit, but I I want to talk a little bit about the election and, and in particular what Christians should do in the election. Now, obviously, as we think about this election that's coming up, <clears throat> however your politics are now, there, there are some things. First of all, I'd say this. I've had people ask me about this from time to time over the years. And my basic thing has always been this. Christians need to vote biblically. Uh, we need to look at things from a biblical uh, perspective and vote biblically. And uh, obviously, there are certain things in uh, political platforms that we need to look at. I heard somebody recently say this, actually helped me personally, said, you got to remember, you're not voting for a man, you are voting for a platform, which is so true. And uh, it is, all this is out there. We've been listening to this now just about since uh, our current president got elected, you know, four years ago, um, or three and a half, whatever it is now. And the, we've, been, we've been hearing for the next election. I mean, we are living in very tumultuous times. I'm a one-issue pastor, or I'm a one-issue voter. Uh, to me, I can't get past abortion, um, and so I, I vote one issue. I really do. I, in fact, I really believe, I make the assertion that abortion and the issue of abortion has what's changed American politics. Uh, you know, it used to be a court, you know, people that were in politics could get along with each other. They had some disagreements on certain things. But we are so polar opposites now in the, in the left and the right in America. And the number one reason is because of abortion. I really think if it wasn't for abortion, there could be some middle ground on certain issues. I think it'd be a whole lot more complicated. But I think the battle lines have been drawn, and neither side seems to want to budge. And obviously the pro-life side just will not budge as Christians because of the Christian teaching, the moral teachings in Scripture against the killing of an innocent child. And so it's, it becomes a very a serious thing. And, and, and I think because of that, politics in America are never going to be cordial again. 
Uh, it has the feelings of almost a civil war mentality within our media, and there's an attack on the on the right wing. We we all know these things have been very well established. And, and with all that said, though, then okay, preacher, then what should we do? Well, you vote biblically, but even if the election, let's say you are wanting. Uh, whatever president to get in. Again, I'll stay off the politics of it, but if you want Trump to be, get in and he doesn't get in, what are we as Christians going to do? Or maybe you're a Christian and you say, hey, I wanted Biden to get in, what do I do? And I, I think that as we look at, or what other candidates, you sometimes it's Senate, sometimes it's county, sometimes it's governorships and all those types of things that could really impact us on a day-to-day basis. I want to give you just a couple of thoughts here for by way of a podcast. One, we need to pray. Uh, we need to pray for whoever gets in. I think Christians, and we've become so polarized in our politics that we tend to maybe forget that whether you like someone or not, whether you agree with someone or not, I, I think there's people, for example, who will vote for Donald Trump or maybe a governor candidate uh, here in West Virginia or wherever you may be living. I, I think they'll vote for them and, and yet don't agree with everything about their life. Um, they don't necessarily like their attitude or their spirit, and but they vote for them from that political office. Uh, I think some people stay home and don't vote because they just they feel like well, we're getting the worst of all the candidates. I think we got to be very careful. But however we look at that, we have to pray. We've got to pray for whoever gets in. We've got to pray that God will touch their heart. We've got to pray that they'll be biblical. We've got to pray. It's very simple to pray. You say, well, preachers always say that, but we really do need to pray. Uh, secondly, I, I want to say this. We need to trust God. Well, we need to be trusting the Lord no matter what happens. It's going to maybe look bleak. Uh, certain policies may come that will affect your job. I think there's certain states in America, if certain sides get in both ways, we'll have it harder than others. Uh, I, I think the average American doesn't realize, for example, here in West Virginia, how dependent we are on the coal industry or natural gas or you know natural resources. And so it hurts our area very, very much. And I think it does a lot of states. I think we've, we've grown naive when it comes to the economy. We are living, uh, as I'm making these, uh, this podcast, uh, European leaders are going into these, these lockdowns that, you know, people that are you know, looking at this very closely, that are smarter and brighter minds than mine, are looking and saying, you know, is the cure worse than the, uh, than the problem when it comes to, like for the mask and the virus? And we're going into these uh, lockdowns. And so we are going to have to trust God through this thing. And we have an opportunity. That's the third thing I'd say. So we're going to have to pray. We have to trust God. And then we're going to have to look at this as an opportunity. We have a great opportunity to be shining brightly in a dark time. It's an opportunity to be kind to our brothers and sisters that don't agree with us. I think we have to do that. There are people who I'm diametrically opposed to on politics. Uh, we have to be able to learn to get along. Uh, we have got to quit holding on to these grudges and hard feelings and backbiting and all the things that we are so tended to. That, that needs to be another podcast, but I really want to address on a podcast this thing of holding on to things for years and years and years. And I don't know if it's just our area, our culture here, but man, it is a legitimately real, real problem. And I think it's a problem across America. People can do something, you know, be graduated out of high school 35, 40 years, and they're bringing up what they did in ninth grade. I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, and we have to get to where we can learn how to function in society again that way. But we need to pray. 
We need to trust God. And we have an opportunity. We also, not only to get along with our brothers and sisters in Christ, which seems to be what's going on now. People are aggravated each other at each other's throats about, you know, mask, no mask, uh, politics, no politics, conservative. I mean, you know, preachers. I mean, we're living in a time where we've got whole podcasts and, and websites and blogs and anonymous Twitter feeds attacking uh, Christians, attacking churches. I talked to a young man the other day. I asked him, I said, what do you think about the anonymous theater, uh, Twitter feeds? What do you think about the podcast? He said, you know, he said, I was listening. I said, I was trying to pay attention. He said, and I felt sorry for this young man. He said, he said, then one day they brought my dad's name into it. He said, they brought my own father's name up. And it hit me because I'd been listening to some of those same podcasts and things. And it hit me. We as Christians need to gather together. We don't need... Uh, to be attacking. And this is a good man. This is not a man that's been caught up in scandal. This is not a, He may not do things exactly like somebody else, but they were making fun of him. We're living in a time where preachers and pastors and ministries are making fun of other Christians because they don't dot their I and cross their T the same way or because maybe they're old-fashioned. And uh, In fact, I may even start a whole podcast on the defense of the old-time way. And it's uh, it's a shame. But we as Christians need to pray. We need to trust God. We, we need to look at it as an opportunity. And we have an opportunity, however it goes, to show the grace of the Lord, to show that we're going to trust God, that our trust is not... Uh, now listen to me. Get this clear. We don't trust... If the election goes our way as Christians, let's say, and we get who we want in, and you can put your own life there, that's going to make us happy. We're going to feel like everything's okay. We've got to understand that we trust in a higher power than the election process in the United States. If, if, for example, the Democrats say if they get in, they're going to pack the Supreme Court. Well, we, we have the fear of God is higher than the fear of man. We've got to have a fear of God. Not, the Bible says fear of man is a snare. We've got to trust the Lord through this. We've got a great opportunity to show the lost and dying world that we don't look to a political party or to an individual man, but that we trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's not to say that I don't have my strong feelings and I'm going to vote a certain way. I've been very open about that. I, I think a Christian can be. I'm extremely conservative as a Bible-believing Christian. Most people that I know are conservative. I don't really, I'm not around very many, uh, what you'd say, liberals that much, even though I have some that, I, that, that would be uh, considered on the liberal side of things. And I understand those things. Uh, but I, but com, com, politics is very complicated. The winds of change are coming. But let me say this, and also I want to say this as we before I close here today. We want to pray. We want to trust God. We want to look at it as an opportunity. Uh, but also we've got to be. We, we've got to open up our eyes and realize, even if things go our way this time, let's say, the, the what's going on in our culture is very alarming. I think we all know, even if. It, let, let's say you're for Donald Trump and he wins. He may win by landslide, he might get beat. Or you're for Biden and he wins. As we look at riots, as we look at what's going on, the power grab by our politicians, the, what's going on around us, our culture is not in a good place. You know, it, it's Sunday night church here, here in just a few minutes. And like most churches around America, our Sunday night crowds all over America have went down. Our churches have, are struggling I heard about a church that's running several hundred. Now they're running just a fraction of what they were. Uh, we don't need less church. We need more. We don't need less God. We need more. 
And however this, however this election goes, we must remember that what is going on is bigger than just one election. It may go our way this time, but friend, I'm going to say something to you. The next time, it probably is not. The slide of America, the slouching toward Gomorrah, as one writer said several years ago, continues to take place. The, the just, it seems like it's not even slouching or sliding. It seems like a full run to get away from the things of God, from the Word of God, from the work of God. Uh, we are lamenting on one hand what's going on with our young people. We are concerned about drugs in our culture and our community. We are concerned about how wicked it seems our young people are and college-age kids seem to just be living such horrible lives. We, we say we're concerned about it, but many folks who will vote conservative and vote right politically cannot make it to, three time, to church three times a week. In fact, they can't make it to one time a week. I just spent a couple of hours with some folks that I dearly love that I haven't seen in church for month after month after month. In fact, some of them I haven't seen in church for years. And they're good people. I love them. They are my friends. I, I, I consider it an honor uh, to be with the family today. I love these folks dearly. But they don't see that need. And there is a disconnect. I may do a podcast on that. Where did this disconnect come from? that I don't need church, I don't need uh, the Word of God, I don't need these things in my life. I say to you, as we get ready to see these winds of change coming, however they come, that we need to pray, we need to trust God, we need to look for the opportunity to be a witness and to be a light, and we need to understand however it plays out and however it goes, whether it's for our where we're coming from or not, however this thing plays out, listen, there are days coming where it may not play out, and if we don't trust God, we're going to have a hard way to go. May we trust God. I want to have a word of prayer. I want to close, and I hope that this will be a blessing. hope you'll share and like and follow all those things on our social media here on Chapel Chimes. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray as we close this podcast that you'd bless those that are listening. We thank you. Lord, I thank you that they've tuned in. I pray you'd be with them now. We pray for our country. We pray for our leaders. We pray that you'd bless. We thank you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen.